Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dean Rogers. Welcome to another Dean Rogers Show interview. Today, we've got a special guest, Ray John. Welcome to the show, Ray. Thank you, Dean. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, guys, welcome to the Dean Rogers Show, where we talk about real deals that we're doing and bring on awesome guests to talk about how they're finding success in their business to inspire and motivate you. Don't forget to like and subscribe. All right, see you on the show. Thanks for being here, man. So a uh, couple of key things to highlight about you before we get started and dive right in. Uh, you've got an incredible story about how you got into real estate. And I'm going to be sitting here, you know, eating my popcorn, listening to your story and hearing all the details because I don't know all the details yet, but I know at the high level, you know, you... You immigrated here from China 10 years mm -hmm. ago, and you were homeless sitting on a bench listening to a podcast. We won't say which one yet. And you somehow, some way had the passion, the drive to take action. And by doing so, you have now put yourself in a position to where you're doing land deals. You, this year, you've done $800,000 net profit from doing land deals spending two to three hours uh, a week and a day, a day, a day. A day yeah. two, three hours a day. Um, yeah. yeah. I was thinking four hour, uh, four hour work week for a second there, yeah. two to three hours a day. And that's incredible, man. I mean, what a, what a crazy story. So, um, and if anybody wants to go check out Ray, you can go to Instagram, find them there. Virtual flip land, one word, virtual flip land to check out Ray. So Ray, Man, I'm super stoked to get into the story and hear all the juicy nuggets. So let's let's start right back on that park bench when you were listening to a podcast. Let's talk about that. Sure. So I was uh, listening to a guy that we both know. Uh, his name is uh, Tom Crow. Yep. Uh, he's very passionate about uh, uh, a real estate. Uh, he always like bam bam right i was like who's this guy <laughs> and uh but uh, i love that guy because uh he is passionate about what he's doing and uh, i love real estate too uh, because th that's something we cannot do it in china but you can do it here right so wow I was, uh, so you can't do real estate in china no because uh the government basically owned the land uh so you know you cannot flip it <laughs> wow that's crazy right so uh when I first uh, when I first came here, uh, I was basically living in the car, and uh, I was sitting in the in the bench. Uh, actually, I was laying down and uh, I was listening to Tom. Uh, sometime I need the internet. I have to go to either Starbucks or I have to go to school. Uh, you know, in the school they have uh, Wi-Fi. I just use the free Wi-Fi in the car and uh, using my computer. You know, and uh, do do uh, do my research. Yeah. That's crazy. So you found Tom Kroll's podcast. And what was it about Tom Kroll that inspired you? Because I, I started real estate, not the same, but similar that I found a free podcast and it just inspired the heck out of me. I found Sean Terry's Flip to Freedom podcast. So someone who's very similar and, and well-respected in the space, Tom Kroll, you found his podcast. What was it about the words he was saying that made you say, Oh my gosh, real estate is what I want to do. 
Uh, I was by then in Hawaii, so it was really hard to do uh, wholesaling, which is Tom is talking about. Uh, but uh, I love real estate because uh, I know how much uh, you can make in real estate, right? And uh, one deal you can net, you know, is there the number is unlimited. But yeah. I was by I was by then a car dealer. I flip cars, and uh, sometimes I get uh, a thousand profit. Sometimes good day, two thousand profit. So when how many cars I need to do to equal one real estate deal? Yeah, and and uh, you know that was uh, an eye opener for me. Yeah, sometimes that's the aha moment. I know. Um, usually, it takes something like that to where you put in all this effort, all this work, and then you finally have some trigger that goes off that says, "My gosh, if I keep doing this one thing, it's really not going to." propel me forward and, and create the freedom that you're looking for, create the opportunity you're looking for. So you were selling cars and we're like, man, this isn't going to get me to where I want to go, putting in all this mm -hmm. work and effort. So um, what were the next steps for you? How did you actually start taking some of those actions to get in front of opportunity? Uh, you know, that was a, a hard, uh, you know, a long road to, to walk. Uh, because uh, I tried everything in Hawaii. I tried to do wholesaling, which is extremely hard. Maybe you can find one deal in a year. And, uh, you know, I tried apartments. Um, you know, you buy. Tried, I tried to buy apartments in the mainland. When I was in Hawaii, it didn't work out because I have to travel around. And uh, I, I tried to flip, uh, you know, buy a, a cheap house and, uh, you know, make it look prettier. And you can flip it. That didn't work. So I was almost uh, tried all, tried it all, and I don't know what I was going to do. Uh, but at one point, I heard about another guy who was teaching land. I was thinking, you know, maybe that could be another thing to do, right? Because land, you don't have to be there. Uh, land is pretty much all the same. There's a flat ground with some dirt on it. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe I don't have to travel to the mainland when I was in Hawaii. Uh, that was about uh, three or four years ago. I started to do my first deal in land. And uh, then it just, uh, you know, uh, another story. So I moved from Hawaii to here, Florida, about a year ago. And things start to take off after that. Amazing. So yeah. I think one of the things that if the untrained ear might not have heard this, and I, I'm always, always love to listen to people's stories of, how they got to success. And I think one of the things that you mentioned, but didn't make a big point about it, which is worth calling out is you started, how long ago would you say you started taking action in real estate when you were in Hawaii? At least nine years ago. At nine least. years ago. Okay. Yeah. That's why I think that's so important. You started nine years ago. And when would you say it finally started taking off? About three years ago. Three years ago. So yeah. there were six years that you were trying and weren't really getting anywhere, right? Right, right. Exactly. Now, that could have been because of your location or you just didn't have the right uh, like investment type, like land, where you, you made it work for you. I think that is so powerful to hear because I think most people would have given up after trying for six years, right? Mm. And- Everyone loves the overnight success story, but most people don't realize 
the rage on, even though he's look at him now, like, look at all these great things. Like he's always been doing great. No, there were times that were hard, right? Exactly. There were times where you probably were wondering what the heck are you doing? You're not getting anywhere, but you stuck with it and were persistent and finally found the thing that was the breakthrough moment. And that's what I love about real estate specifically is there's so many different niches that you can find and not every niche is going to work for everybody. So sometimes you got to find what works for you and what you ultimately are good at. So that's amazing, man. I think that's a huge part of your story from what I've heard so far is you spent all this time trying to make something work and it wasn't, but you didn't give up and you Mm -hmm. stayed, you stayed with it. So you, you finally started taking off. And when did you move to Florida? Uh, About a year ago. About a year ago. Okay. Yeah. So once you finally made that move, was it from Hawaii? Yes, it was uh, from Hawaii. Yes. Okay. So, uh, so you moved from Hawaii to Florida. Now, what was it? What, what, what helped you once you moved to Florida? What was it about being there that helped you? Uh, I was doing land in Hawaii too, but not like super in big scale. Uh, I was doing about uh, one or two deals a month. Uh, maybe that add about 5,000 extra income to me every month. Uh, and then, you know, I was always learning, right? I was in the Tony Robbins event and, uh, you know, he jumped around and got me excited. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so there was a little small voice came to me. I think that's uh, just an inspiration. Uh, that voice said, you got to move to the mainland. Um, so I did that uh, without knowing what I'm going to do because the land is only 5000 a month. It's not going to support a life with, you know, three kids, right? Yep. So, but I did it anyways. I moved to California. Uh, I started to develop the theory in my mind about the whole system, about the land flip. So I said to myself, I'm going to try it out to myself first. So I did it in one county. And my first deal was I bought it for six grand. And uh, we sold it two days later for fifty five thousand. That, that was the land in Texas. Yeah, and and uh, I was like, you know, is this uh, just pure luck? Uh, so I tried another county in Texas, and it worked again. And uh, I was like, is this only working in Texas? All right, uh, maybe I tried to other state. Uh, I did uh, Florida, and after that, it just uh, you know I did uh, many many states after that. So. Uh, right now, I'm in probably 30, 40 different counties at the same time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So without giving away all your secrets, what, what is it about the land that you would say that you're doing? Is it very similar to marketing direct to seller with a with a normal house, you know, three bedroom, two bath house, you send them postcards and, and they respond to you? Is it something similar to that? Right. It's a direct mail for sure. And uh, one thing is a game changer for me is uh, I started to target higher value land, uh, more than oh. the value. Yeah, the value of the land at least uh, twenty thousand. So what I used to do is I target the out of nowhere land. You could you can buy a land for like a thousand and sell it for twenty five or three grand. That right. was good, uh, but not uh, not very good because you have to do a lot of things yourself. Nobody is going to help you. Imagine a real, you approach to a realtor. You say, hey, I have a land worth about three grand. Can you help me sell it? That probably will not get that 
military excited, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, what if uh, it's a 30 grand that could help a little? Help a little, yeah. yeah. Okay, so you're you're trying to find land that's um, not maybe too far out, but on the outside of town or in the inside of town or which yeah. which main areas? Yeah, that's what I, I, I do and uh, what I teach my students is uh, you don't want to go to the major city like uh, Dallas or, or Fort Worth. Uh, those those area is good. When you have a land, you can sell it, no problem. But the thing is, it's a very hard to get. And when you get it, it will be a very high price. So what you want to do is 30 to an hour uh, drive from the major growing cities like Dallas or you know, Austin, my, my first market is one hour drive from Austin. So, you know, that's a perfect, uh, perfect area because people want those. Yeah. That's yeah. where the, that's where, you know, the, the growth is going, right. So they might want the opportunity. And would you say most of your buyers or are mom and pop and using a, a realtor or yeah. are they real estate investors that are wanting to build and, and develop new construction? Yeah, so a lot of them are builders, and uh, some of them are just uh, they want to buy and hold, um, you know. But uh, you know, I think majority of of them is builders. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's a that's a juicy nugget right there. Just to wrap your head around, like, how do I identify uh, a market, a county, um, kind of what kind of area I should be looking towards. So that's uh, that's super helpful. So, um, so you you moved to California, right? And then mm -hmm. you started doing things virtually. Realized that you could do that and you could grow it. And then, what took you to Florida? So I was in California just for a couple of days. Um, you know, I, I I was visiting my my father in law, and then I moved to Jacksonville, Florida, and uh, I live started to live here. I love it. I mean, Hawaii is good. You know. But it's still boring. <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, you you probably got island fever. You were like, all right, I've had enough of the <laughs> island. I see there the water. Go. It's still there. Um, I want to go see some different stuff now. Right. I want to go to Disney World. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So um, so let's talk about what you've done from there. So you went from sleeping on a bench, right? Or or maybe sleeping in your car. Were you sleeping on yeah. the car? Yeah. Sleeping in your car. Uh, listening to a podcast on a bench, um, trying to make it work for years, and then finally finding the right thing that gave you traction. Um, and kind of a fun story is now because of the the success that you've had, you've now gotten involved, which is how we met, um, in masterminds and other different things, right? Opening up mm -hmm. new and more doors um, to, to help with your growth and, and your, your community around you. So, um, you said you were able to meet Tom Kroll recently, yeah. um, after hearing him on the podcast person who helped influence and inspire you. And now you got to meet him in person. What was that moment like? Um, he was teaching in the room and, uh, I just, uh, I was a little bit late because, uh, that was two hours drive. And, uh, I went into the room, he saw me, it's like a love at the first sight, right? So he came down, <laughs> he came down and he hugged me because we have been contacting over the years. And uh, I just never thought he was a big, a big guy. I mean, I thought he was my height, but not. <laughs> I have to look <laughs> in like this. 
So yeah, yeah. that's here's awesome. About, here's about your height, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, no, I met I just met him not too long ago and he's just got an incredible positive energy that you can feel that's authentic and that's what's so fun about being an entrepreneur and seeking other people that are like you, right? And that are like me who are trying to do well in our business but are also always trying to do the right thing and you know, be positive and have a good mindset and all these other things. We're trying to improve ourselves in many, more than many ways and um, also impact others. And Tom has impacted, you know, thousands and thousands of people. And um, it's just, you know, you can see why he's just got such a great energy. So that, that's a cool moment. Um, so where do you go from here, man? What's What have you been working on? What have you been doing? What's next for Ray? Uh, you know, I had this whole experience and uh, right now I'm at the stage of sharing. I really want to uh, share my secret. Um, I I know what it was like to be a homeless. Uh, maybe most of the majority of the listeners are not homeless, uh, but uh, we all, everyone has a money problem, no matter how much yep. you got, right? So yep. um, I'm just trying to help the, the right person or whoever uh, want to learn more about land. Uh, right now, I start to involve in this uh, mastermind, including you. Uh, you know, as an entrepreneur, I have to say that uh, sometimes or majority of the time you feel lonely. You know, even you're married, you have kids. Uh, sometimes you do feel lonely because uh, you feel like nobody is understanding you why you work, work so hard and uh, yeah. why you why you always pushing you cannot just uh you know you got enough money why do you just sit sit there and, and lay down right uh but uh it's because of loneliness um we gather together as a mastermind and uh we just have we want to share i mean it's not like that uh, we want to get your money or something but uh we we really want to share this with uh, it's like a gift right you give the gift to somewhere else i think that's where i'm gonna do right now yeah i think i i had a similar you know feeling and experience um when i i launched my coaching program um at the time of filming this just you know a handful of months ago and i think once i did that the activities i was doing before was helping other people do deals and make money um, when they didn't have the skill sets to do it, right? They didn't have the mm -hmm. knowledge or they didn't have the resources or whatever it was. So once I started doing that, the amount of fulfillment that I got, it just made things more fun and fulfilling and my business grew. And I'm sure you're experiencing the same thing. Like when you're finding success and helping others, just it it just it's it's fire you know uh, gasoline on the fire it just helps grow things and makes it a lot more fun as to uh, uh, during the whole experience you know yeah of course and sometimes uh especially at the beginning um you know you ha you still have self-doubts everyone has their own fear right um uh, my self-doubt was uh you know is this gonna work for my students you know but uh, i told i told myself it works for me if I teach exactly the same thing to my students, it will work for them. So, you know, after that, I think after the testing of that thoughts, uh, two of my students uh, just got to their first deal. So yeah. I was uh, very, very happy about it. <laughs> right yeah. on. 
Yeah, that first deal is always the hardest, but once you get that breakthrough and you believe that you can do it, it it helps you feel comfortable to just go that much harder for your next deal. So um, that's all part of the process. So let's let's talk about kind of recap where where you came from, where you're at now. What do you think about yourself that might be unique? that allowed you to go through that whole process and and be where you're at today. Cause for most people, they don't want to go through the hard stuff. They don't mm-hmm. want to fight and work hard and, you know, dig and claw at trying to have that breakthrough moment, which you've, you've finally done. Right. But mm-hmm. what was it for you? Do you think that allowed you to, work through that whole process and get to where you're at today? I think the main thing is to find a mentor. Uh, you know, there are a lot of different niches in real estate. Even in the same niche, you can do different things, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say for land, it's a niche. But in land, there are a lot of ways to do it. You can buy it and sell in terms. You can subdivide them and sell them. Uh, what I do right now is uh, you flip them. Uh, you buy low and sell high. That's a model. Uh, there's different models. So, so first of all, you have to have a goal of what you exactly what you want to do. Um, you know, if you want to do uh, buy a house and flip, that's fine. There are people very spe- specialized doing that, and there are a lot of coaches coach that. Uh, just hire him as a mentor. And uh, one thing about hiring a mentor is you don't want a mentor that teach you school knowledge, meaning uh, they give you a textbook for you to read, right? You know, that's useless. So you want to find a mentor that tell you exactly what the next step is. And uh, you do that and follow that. And uh, of course you have to pay him for his time. And, yeah. uh, and, and uh, you know, one thing I'm going to talk about later, uh, but if you find such a person, just follow him uh, do exactly what he told you, um, and uh, you will you will be successful. And uh, a lot of people think, uh, you know, I'm gonna go to YouTube. Uh, I'm gonna find uh, something free advice. I'm gonna do that. So you can you can be successful doing that. But uh, there are a lot of uh, things, um, a lot of people, uh, you know, a lot of things you you have to make mistake on, and that those mistakes will cost you money. And if you summarize all the mistakes you have made, um, that could cost you more than just hire a mentor, <laughs> you know? Yes, I would have to agree with two hands up that I have over the years um, had success, but in order to get to that success, I made a lot of mistakes that cost a lot of money. Now, had I hired a mentor sooner I would have accelerated my growth and got there faster and ideally reduced my mistakes. Cause you got someone like a men- a real good mentor is someone that you can be in contact with and be in direct contact with and ask questions at times that you need those answers. Right. And um, I know some of the mistakes I made were really obvious mistakes. Like anyone else with experience looking at this, and looking at all the numbers and all the different factors without emotion, just say, yeah, that's not a deal. Don't do that. Why would you do that? You don't need to do that. It's better Definitely. to do, not do a deal than to do a bad deal. So um, 
I, I had to learn some of those lessons, I guess, myself, and they were extremely painful yeah. and extremely expensive. Hundred <laughs> um, percent. Yeah. I could hire ten mentors right now, um, if not more, based on uh, the money that I lost. So, um, yeah, those are all very good points and lessons. So, um, so what has your experience been? Have you found mentors along the way that have helped you through your path? Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, I have mentors in everything I do, uh, besides, uh, fitness, maybe I should hire you as <laughs> <laughs> a fitness coach. Uh, but you, you look how, how fit you are. Right. But, uh, um, I have a mentor in crypto. Uh, I have a mentor in land. I have a mentor, uh, in mastermind, all this stuff. And, uh, whatever you like to do and you got to find a mentor because uh, uh, if I hire my land mentor to teach me about crypto, it's not going to work. Right. And making money is one thing and keeping your money is another thing. And uh, that's two yes. different stuff. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yes. I am. I am uh, very care, much more careful these days. I'm still pushing super hard, but it's all with the lessons that I've learned of what not to do. And so um, all, all of the the calculated risks that I'm taking is with backed by mistakes and by good decisions that have led to great payday. So um, we're making lots of good decisions, um, having lots of good results by doing that. So I think that's one of the things that you said there that I think is important is if you're watching this and you don't have the resources, you should be doing everything you can to learn on YouTube or from a free podcast, right? All the information, just some of the little tiny nuggets you shared about how to look for land, right? Without giving away all the secrets. Those are golden nuggets that you can find all over YouTube. And for me, when I got started, YouTube was not the same learning platform that it is today. I just listened to a podcast and took action. I did my first deal in three months, but people will get in their own way and they'll be chasing shiny objects on YouTube or mm -hmm. there'll be important information that's missed and they will end up making those mistakes or trying a lot of things and not doing them right. And a mentor can help you just accelerate that and cut out all of the, you know, tough, tough learning lessons. So, but if you're listening to this, don't, if you don't have the resources, don't say, well, then I just can't get started because I can't hire a mentor. You got to be on YouTube. You got to take action. You got to figure some of this out so that you can get resources to level up and and start investing in yourself, right? Because that's the ultimate path for growth. If you look at all these different successful people, right? Um, I think a great lesson for yourself, and and I heard uh, Chris Crone talk about it today. He said when he met Robert Kiyosaki for one of the first times one of the things that impacted him the most is it's, it's not um, uh, it, you know, that one person can completely change your entire life. And I say that at almost every meetup that I host um, not because I heard that, but because I believe it. So it's, it's coincidence mm -hmm. that um, I guess Robert Kiyosaki saying the same, but one person you meet could completely change the rest of your life. So Chris Crone's message was it's not, where, where do I get my next deal? It's who's the right person. Who's the next person that I need to meet. That's going to open up the door or provide the deal. And that's powerful when you think about it. 
um, whether it's a mentor, whether it's someone at a meetup, um, someone within your community, another peer that you meet, right? It could just be that one person that just opens up and creates all this abundance and opportunity. So I think 100%. that's a, that's a great message. Yeah, um, of course. Definitely. I love it. And one thing I want to say is uh, about what you said about focus, uh, because there are so many ways to do real estate. Uh, we, when, when you do something and uh, you find it, there's something hard with this thing, right? Uh, let's <laughs> say you, you do a wholesaling. Oh, uh, I have to send the mailers and uh, I have to call the seller back. I find out calling the seller back is hard. So that will, could hold you back. And then all of a sudden this uh, apartment thing come along and uh, you look at those guys making millions uh, flipping apartments. You're like, maybe that was for me. Not this one. And then you go to the apartments. Uh, the apartments is higher level. Maybe there's uh, cost you more money and uh, it's really hard to do the numbers. And uh, you find out, oh, maybe this land thing is easier. So there's no there's no easy thing for, for any type of real estate. It's hard at some point of the process. So you got to focus on one thing and do it all the way and learn everything about that that niche. Uh, you know, there are people getting rich doing every single aspect in real estate. So you just have to focus on, on that one thing. Yeah. If you go looking around, you'll find every real estate niche of Airbnb and land and rentals um, and flips and wholesaling and getting into, you know, commercial real estate and all the different types of niches within commercial real estate there's someone getting rich at every single one of those niches. And it's really easy to get stuck on shiny object syndrome and chasing around things. So I think that's the best advice someone can get is to just stay focused and, and level up your skills and see it through, right? Um, spend some time to get familiar with what other strategies there are and find what's best for you, right? You don't necessarily, for your first deal when you're dead broke, want to go try to take on a multifamily project that you have to raise $20 million for. You don't probably don't have the skill sets to be able to do that yet, but maybe wholesaling a piece of land or wholesaling a single family house is something that's an easier way to get in the door with something you might see every day. You might see land every day. You might be living in a house or driving by houses in the neighborhood, that's that's something that you can relate to a little bit better sooner. So that's why um, I like the two things that we do, right? I wholesale flip and buy rentals of houses and you you flip land. So um, I like all those strategies very much. Awesome. Well, yeah. dude, it's been, it's been so great to have you on. I think your story is insanely inspirational um, and is just something that everybody needs to understand with your story is not everybody has this fairy tale. I started with a bunch of money and started buying real estate. Almost nobody started with a bunch of money and almost nobody had an easy path to get success, but you're living proof that if you stick with it, no matter how long it takes, you'll eventually have the breakthrough. And I just love that about your story. And it's such a, an inspiration. Yeah. So one thing uh, that kept me going during the six years was uh, one time I heard uh, Mark Cuban. Uh, he is a billionaire. Uh, he talked about uh, all the success and failures in his life. 
uh, one thing he said really, uh, you know, impact me a lot. He said, you don't have to be right all the time, or you can be wrong all the time, but you just have to be right once. Yep. So that's how, that's why I, that, that sentence kept me going during the six years I spent, I don't know how much on those shiny, shiny <laughs> objects. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I love so, that. I, I've seen that quote by him as well. And I think it's powerful because um, it's it's worth fighting for, right? You got this one life and why would you spend it just clocking in and clocking out, barely getting by, living paycheck to paycheck? It's worth going after it and fighting for for having having the choices that you you want and the life you want to live. Exactly. Well, again, Ray, uh, what a pleasure to have you on. Appreciate um, you're sharing your story and sharing your experience. Again, if you guys want to follow Ray, you guys can go to virtual flip land and see him there. And Ray, thanks for being on today and sharing your story, man. Thank you for having me. Dan. Thank you very much. Of course. All righty. Take care. Till next guy. Until next time, guys. Peace.